Granger's got the technical support you'd expect from America's number one source for industrial-grade supplies. They're in the business of helping my business. So no more talking to myself. Now, I talk to Granger Because when it comes to keeping your business running, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is a very good Monday morning right here at Studios 1A, where it is 54 chilly degrees. 8.35, our TikTok clock time. And you know what time it is. It's time we turn our uh, focus to elder law. We do that each and every Monday at this same time with Sherry Aiken of Aiken Law in Deland. Good morning to you, Miss Sherry. How are you? I'm great, Amy. How are you? Doing good. Coming off of a very busy weekend here. And and some of the events over the weekend have prompted some questions. I'm going to just throw them right at you and we're going to come right out of the gate running. Is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's great. Yes. What happens in certain cases? This was a big topic of discussion over the weekend in our household. We have some older family members, and some of them are struggling with things that we see with their health that they do not want to admit, and it is creating a really challenging situation for us. What happens in the terms of their care or things like their bank accounts or down? It's those those tiny details that really add up to quite a lot. You know, Amy, that's probably one of the most frequent questions I get is, how do I get on dad's bank account? How do I put a property in my name? How do, how do I do these things with my parents or my loved one's assets? And my, my, the, my knee-jerk reaction, the, you know, as soon as I see that kind of a question or I get that email, is, well, you don't do anything. Um, you know, again, I know that the, the questions are kind of are, are born from, a, from a, a, a position of concern, but they come across like, hey, you're going to take over. And guess what? That's exactly what your senior is worried about, is, right. is you taking over. And so oftentimes though, you do, you're in a situation where a senior um, needs help, but they don't think they need help. And that's probably the most difficult um, position to be in. Um, you know, powers of attorney are very helpful in, uh, you, know, helping, you know, helping people. But again, in the power of attorney scenario, you know, you're not taking over the power of attorney. A power of attorney under Florida law is, is an individual who has got capacity you know, granting somebody else the legal authority to speak for them, to make decisions for them, but in doing so is not giving up that authority. So step one is to get the senior to recognize that at some point in the future, maybe not today, but at some point in the future, it is likely that they may need some assistance with things. And sometimes that conversation can extend, go from, you know, you know, you're, you're, you have me call the bank for you to find out about this particular check or this particular um, transaction in your bank account. And, you know, whenever I do that, you know, I can't talk to them. They make me come get you and put you on the phone and say, hey, yeah, that it's okay to talk to me. And, you know, and, and one way to avoid having to do that every single time is to have a power of attorney document that you can then, pro- that, you know, that I can then provide to the bank to say that you have given me this written authority to, uh, ask questions about your bank accounts, and so sometimes there's been some already some act, some uh, interaction, and some in, some action on your part where you can point back to the senior, and say, "Hey, this is a lot a way, a way to make it easier. We don't I have to get you on the phone all the time. I have to go find you. You don't have to come with me, you know, and uh, and I can just do these things for you." So sometimes that's gone on. 
Um, other times, I mean, it is just part of a process and you can at least get the senior to say, well, okay, someday, you know, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, definitely not tomorrow. Um, you know, I think it's a good idea to have these papers in place and, in my, my, my conference is my office conference with clients, with, with, with the seniors. I talk about, you know, one day this might, you might need this, but on that day, I can't, we can't go get you. The day that you really need this is the day that you really don't have the capacity to sign it. You don't really have the capacity to to contribute um, meaningfully to to the situation, and um, you know that's the other question. You know, my 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 dad's got Alzheimer's. How do I get power of attorney? Well, again, if dad has just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and he has good times and bad times, and he's he's just starting to struggle, in all likelihood, he still has capacity to sign this kind of a document. But if he's out in you know, if, if, if the disease has advanced to the point where he really doesn't know where he's at or he's, you know, kind of living in sort of a fantasy world in his little head, um, at that point, he, he really can't sign the power of attorney because he doesn't have the, the mental capacity to understand the legal impacts of what he's doing. And that has to be a very fine line. I would like to talk more about where that line is. And, and I know sometimes it's it's difficult to determine. So when we come back, we will delve into that more. We're focusing on elder law with Sherry Aiken of Aiken Law in DeLand. And you're listening to the great voice of Volusia County right here on the stations of WSBB Radio. People are talking about the variety on WSBB. The variety? Just a variety. We like a variety of music, and they play a nice mix. AM 1230 and AM 1490, the great voice of Volusia County. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. The Stetson Hatters have plenty of reason to celebrate as the new beach volleyball season is poised to begin. Jeff Altier is the university's director of athletics and says we'll have a chance to see some of the top teams in the country matched up right here in Volusia County. Christina Hernandez, who is the the coach of our beach volleyball team, has done a tremendous job since she hit campus and just has made an, an impact every year. You know, last year the, the team went undefeated in Atlantic Sun play and uh, is scheduled to, to be an extremely strong team again this year. I think they finished 12th in the, in the country last year. This year they're going to be preseason, be a top 10 team, and we've got a lot of those top 10 teams coming into the land. Uh, Georgia State, Florida International, Long Beach State out of California. But in the land, in Los Angeles, wherever it is, we play the best in the country when it comes to beach volleyball. Cooler temperatures settle in today behind another chilly cold front. Our meteorologist Heather Zare has more. Clear and seasonably chilly for tonight, low 47 to 51. Mostly sunny tomorrow, a cool day with highs of 61 to 65. Partly sunny with highs of 63 to 67 on Wednesday. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This Volusia County 2020 News Update is brought to you by Volusia Eye Associates, providing medical and surgical eye care, advanced surgical care, local convenience. Hi, I'm Dr. Hank Routh. Our clinic has provided care at our location to the people of Southeast Volusia for over 30 years. 
I have brought the latest surgical techniques to the practice, including dropless cataract surgery and the iStent device that treats glaucoma and cataracts with a single surgery. Call us today for an appointment at 386-427-4143 or visit online at volusiaeye.com. Sinatra's Ristorante, located in the Casadega Hotel, Lake Helen, known for their gourmet Italian food, great wines, and of course, the ever-popular dueling pianos. Friday night starting at 6, enjoy all the fun of dueling pianos at Sinatra's. Call ahead for seating, 386-218-8860. Great food with great friends and great fun, always at Sinatra's Ristorante. Casadega Hotel, Lake Helen. How much would you pay for security? Security for your home and family. Security for your business and employees. Security Force of America. Protection with products like camera systems, security alarms, fire and safety protection. Alarm monitoring is more affordable than you would think. Now, when you talk about installing and maintaining your system, you want a company with experience and expertise. That company is Security Force of America. Call 386-275-1190. Security Force of America, giving you security and peace of mind. Repeat after me. Say the word mean. Now say the word clean. Now put them together. Mean, clean. Now you know the name of the best carpet and upholstery cleaning, damage restoration, and odor control within the sound of my voice. For the best service, call Master Technician Wayne at 423-5629. You'll be glad you did. Now once again, what's the name for your carpet and upholstery cleaning? That's right, Mean Clean. You got it. Get Mean Clean. Oh, and good Monday morning. Welcome back. We have been focusing this morning on elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Sometimes it is uh, those very difficult to have conversations that are so necessary. And uh, we get a lot of our advice from Sherry Aiken and how best to navigate that. Sherry, if folks are listening this morning and they have questions, what's a good way they can reach out to you directly? Just give me a call over in Deland at 386 738 Five five nine nine, or email me at radio at Aiken. That's A K I N dash Law L A W dot com. And if you do have to make an appointment, I highly recommend going by to see the new offices. It's one of my favorite buildings. Plenty of parking and plenty of space to sit down, so you could bring the family with you. Absolutely, and try to make a comfortable situation there. Our new office is um, in Deland, six hundred West New York Avenue. We have been talking about uh, power of attorney how it can help, and and what happens and where that line is. Say you have a family member who is struggling with an illness, but, but they're in denial about it. How can the family step in to help make sure um, that all those little I's are dotted and T's are crossed when that time comes? Well, again... You know, for the family, you know, this to step in, there does need to be, you know, some action on the part of the individual to actually, you know, sign paperwork to allow, you know, the family to help out. And the two uh, pieces, uh, the two documents we're really talking about here is one is a healthcare surrogate, and that's a designation of somebody, a written designation of somebody to make medical decisions for you if you become in a position where you can't make those decisions. Second is the financial power of attorney, and we we use a, dur- a durable power of attorney. Specifically, so that uh, there's the special language in a durable power of attorney that provides that it that it survives, it continues on 
even when the person who gave the power of attorney no longer has the capacity to make decisions for themselves, that they've lost their capacity. And so the first step, of course, is to have that document out there. Um, the second is to allow it to be used. Now, in Florida, a, power of, a financial power of attorney is effective from the minute you sign it. You, can't, you no longer can make a power of attorney that is effective at some point in the future when my doctor or two physicians have examined me and determined that I no longer have the capacity to do my, my, conduct my financial affairs. That's what we used to use years ago. But in 2013, a change in the, um, the, the statute got rid of that. So Florida doesn't no longer recognizes that kind of a power of attorney. It's, it's called a springing power of attorney. A lot of other states do. New York does, uh, Ohio does, and other, a lot of places where our, our residents have come from do. Florida does not. So first of all, so you have to have the power of attorney. The second is that the senior has to let you. Um, you know, help them. Because again, them signing the power of attorney is not them giving up the right to make their own decisions. It's giving you the the power to help them. And so uh, oftentimes in situations where you, where um, a senior is, has got some failing capacity and maybe is in denial, believes, you know, they're the only person in the room who thinks they're safe living in their two-story house in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, uh, you're, you're fighting them. You know, and, and you, you're recommending something for them, and they're just saying no. Now, you know, under, under your power of attorney, you have the legal ability to do so, but potentially you're going to be creating real problems with the senior as far as you know trust issue. You know, you know that you're in fact you're taking over. Um, an, an issue we see with with seniors and you know and failing capacities is with the checkbook. Um, you know, where there's they they they're overdrawing their bank account. Uh, they don't have enough money to pay for you know, utilities or, you know, their regular normal expenses because they are, um, maybe they're, they're shopping too much, you know, or they are, you know, they're writing checks to charity. You know, they, every, every solicitation that comes in the mail, they're, they're writing a check for $10. And, and of course it's, it's fine for seniors to, um, support charities that they are, they're interested in. But when you write so many checks and I've seen this, um, that you don't have enough money left to pay your regular normal bills, well, that's a problem. Well, if you can't stop that behavior, you know, even though you've got the power of attorney, you say, you know, hey, let's, let's, you know, I'm looking at your bank account and you wrote all those checks and you you authorized all those expenses. So it's, you know, you just need to stop, but you can't stop that behavior. Then, you know, in, in extreme cases, you're possibly looking at you know, needing to take away the authority, the actual authority to, to conduct banking transactions. And the only way to do that, unfortunately, is through a legal guardianship proceeding whereby a court determines whether that the person has lost capacity they have they are, they are an incapacitated individual and li- and legally takes that authority away and puts that gives that authority at that point to a court appointed guardian who then becomes responsible to the court through you know um, for a variety on a variety of statutes and, and uh, regulations so um so so, so that's a t- that's a very difficult place to be and, and and I always hope that you know that there's a way to convince you know the senior to understand to appreciate that what you're trying to do is not you take advantage of them or take over and that's where you come in and you say how do I how do I put my name on this or how do I do these things you know using that kind of language when you're speaking with a senior um, is, is is frightening for most of them because that's there's they're saying you're not listening to me anymore and um, and sometimes it's a question of listening and saying okay we I'm hearing you but you're still not safe you know, you see, I, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable with you being out here. And then 
then then the conversation needs to be more like what how how your situation makes me feel you know not you don't know what you're doing you you know when when you use those kind of negative slant kind of language at at seniors who are already suspicious of the process. They don't want to be in a guardianship. They don't want to be in one of those places. You know, they have all kinds of, you know, everyone has heard, and, and unfortunately there are bad stories to ha- hear, and everyone's heard one, and no one wants to be the subject of one. And their, their figure is, like, well, just hold on to my own control for a little bit longer, I'll be fine. Um, or I'm just feeling bad today. It'll be better tomorrow. And so, so that doesn't really answer the question, but the power of attorney, the other thing to do is understand what you can actually do with it. When when I deal with families where there has been estate planning that has happened, uh, you want to also understand that, you know, whether, you know, if, if there's a trust. So and a person who is a power of attorney can um, do things with the individual's assets. So, you know, an individual's bank account, an individual's credit card, an individual, you know, can, can deal with those kind of assets. But if the person has also created a trust and funded a lot of the assets into the trust, the power of attorney can't do anything with the trust assets wow. because, the tr- because the trustee is legally responsible for the trust. And they might not necessarily be the same person. And they so. may not be the same person because, you know, it typically, again, when I do estate planning trust, typically I put the individual as the first trustee. So give them the control over their own assets and everything. And then, then it's at the point when they're no longer able to serve as trustee, then somebody else, a second person is in, in line to take over successor trustee. And that person then would potentially have, you know, would, would have the control over the trust assets, business assets, depending on who owns them. And, and with small businesses, it's uh, easy to get everything all tied up, but, uh, business assets are, are, you know, or companies are run by company people, not necessarily by shareholders. Maybe shareholders and company people are the same people, but sometimes there's a different structure in the company uh, as far as who gets to who's the president or who's the CEO or who's, you know, who's the treasurer and has that, that control. So a power of attorney can't necessarily walk into a business situation, can't walk in to the shop and say, I'm, I'm in charge. Because the corporate structure, the corporate paperwork doesn't say that. So ideally, these are all details that you want to have worked out ahead of time. But that's not always how life happens. So more as we focus on elder law when we come back right here on the Great Voice of Volusia County. You're listening to the stations of WSBB Radio, 106.9 FM, AM 1230 and AM 1490. Waking you up each morning. Wakes me up in the morning. Mornings on the stations of WSBB. Good morning. WSBB. Do you need a new roof or roof repair but don't know who to trust? Then you need to talk with AWS Roofing. We know how to get the job done and done right. If you want and expect your roofing company to clean up when they are done, and if you'd like a variety of options available to you before you make your decision, it's as easy as AWS. That's AWS Roofing. Call for a free estimate. 386-423-3076. That's 386-423-3076. Or online at awsroofing.com. We are AWS Roofing. Roofing done right. Did you know Best for My Parents is the only free senior placement service that offers discounts on assisted and independent living? Best for My Parents has over 30 years experience in elder care and provides services to make your quest for senior care less overwhelming. To reach your Best for My Parents placement navigator, call 386-238-9036 or visit bestformyparents.com. 
Jobs, jobs, jobs. Edgewater is all about creating value-added jobs. If you want to work with the best and hear a yes, check out Edgewater for your business. Edgewater is the largest boat manufacturing mecca in the southeast. If you're looking to locate or expand your business, give Edgewater a closer look. We have much to offer. Largest contiguous industrially zoned area in Volusia County. Large areas to build. Infrastructure built past I-95. Business-friendly government. And retail spaces ready for redevelopment. Check us out by visiting cityofedgewater.org or call me, Samantha Bergeron, Economic Development Director at 386 386- 424-2400, direct extension 1330. The City of Edgewater welcomes business. Oh, good Monday morning to you. We have been focusing this morning on elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm. Uh, really quick, Sherry, uh, folks that are listening, if they want to reach out to you directly, what's a good way they can do that? Please call me, 386 738 or email me at radio at Aiken, A-K-I-N hyphen law.com. We have been talking this morning about power of attorney, and it is ideal, obviously, to have these things in place beforehand. There's a difference between financial and medical, but what about those situations where you have a family member who is in denial and it wasn't done, or where is the fine line where medically a a doctor can say they're still competent to sign that power of attorney over or they're not? Where, Where does that line fall? Well, you know, on the on the actually the signing of document side of things, I think the the determination of you know competency really falls on the attorney, and the person doing the witnessing the uh, or doing doing the the notarizing uh, powers of attorney in Florida are required to be notarized, and one of the um, one of the affirmations that a notary makes when a notary notarizes a document is that the individual understands the document that they're signing. Now they don't have to understand completely the total impact of things, but basically that by signing this document, I am giving, you know, an, another individual the authority to, to pretty much deal with my assets as I would deal with them and to make decisions, those decisions would be binding on me. So, uh, and then I have to understand that it's going to be this person and it's not that person and, and potentially what that means. So, so oftentimes, so with a lawyer, and, I, and go back to the question, you know, well, the dad just went to the dad just went to the doctor and got the doctor said he's got the the symptoms of early onset um, Alzheimer's or he's starting to show signs of dementia. Well, I mean, oftentimes, I mean, that's kind of what triggers a lot of people to go see the lawyer. Right. And you know, no one wants to see the lawyer. It's, you know, we're, you know, we're nice people. We, we're really trying to help people. But but often but when you go to see the lawyer, something's going wrong. You know, that's typically what people think. And uh, as opposed to being proactive and, you know, pro, you know, having these. Uh, disability planning documents, you know, put, you know, done and, and set aside for the in, just in case. But oftentimes we see folks after they've had the cancer diagnosis, they've had, you know, something's going wrong with their health. They're not really sure what, but but they have the cap- the capacity to understand. Hey, I had a bad you know bad diagnosis from a doctor. I better go see a lawyer. Make sure I got everything taken care of. Well, there's some thinking capacity right there, and and that's one of the reasons why. I, when I meet with my, my estate planning clients and all of the meetings that we have on, uh, during the course of structuring the plan and, and approving the plan and ultimately signing the plan, these meetings are not just half hours. They're at least an hour, hour and a half, maybe even two hours, depending upon, you know, the subjects that we're, that we're covering. For me to understand, to get a feel for the sense of, does this individual really know what they're talking about? Uh, or, and and not, not just do they know what they're talking about, but is there 
thought process um, consistent. Um, uh, whenever I, you know, if I've got somebody comes in that just wants, you know, just wants a document and I've never met them before, I typically meet with them two or three times before we actually sign it because I want the senior to have you know, to meet me on one day and talk to me at the second meeting to remember that they've met me. <laughs> You sure, know, and and express the same interest, and maybe even at the third time to you know to keep going that way. So there's uh, lots to you uh, really the, the lawyer goes into that too, and so I think just because you've got a diagnosis doesn't mean you can't do it. It's a lot of responsibility right there on your shoulders. So again, uh, I feel like we've just scratched the surface. How can folks reach you? Call me 386-738-5599 or email me at radio at aiken-law.com. Sherry Aiken, thank you so much. That is Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm. As we have been focusing this morning on elder law and how to navigate those delicate situations. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County right here on the stations of WSBB Radio. Make it a great today.